to another episode of Ice Time with your hosts, Matt Piscazzi and John Horton. Thank you for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and for all the continued support. Be sure to check us out on Twitter or X at Icetime9899, and if you'd like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email over at Icetime9899 at gmail.com. Uh, hoping that we get some emails and we can do you know, mailbag in the future, but uh, yeah, that'll be down the line. But yeah, shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, this will be out Monday morning as per usual, and we will have another episode for you guys. Friday to a uh, nice, nice way to end your week. But without further ado, oh my God, I can't speak today. I will shoot over John to get us started and hopefully figure out why I'm like stumbling over my words over here. <laughs> hey, you know, it happens to the best of us. I think, I think on average I stutter maybe three or four times an episode. But anyway, uh, beautiful Sunday here. Just kidding. It's not beautiful. It's freezing and windy and cold and, <laughs> and crappy. But Nonetheless, it is a Sunday, uh, you know, as we are recording this, tomorrow, Martin Luther King Day, so a lot of us have off, and if you don't, I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> hopefully you listen to this, enjoy it, having a good time, a lot of interesting stuff happening this week, uh, and there's a lot of football on this weekend, I know a lot of the games have, uh, in my opinion, been very boring and have sucked, and we did a bracket at work, um, and so far all my picks are completely and utterly wrong, and it makes no sense to me, but um what are you gonna do so we will pivot here pivot to some more important stuff more interesting stuff for for hockey fans hockey listeners so i have you here in case you have not seen it but um so i can send it to you quickly get your live reaction but maybe you have seen it but the um so the nhl proudly with a sponsor of justin bieber himself have promoted the new all-star game jerseys have you seen these Ooh, actually no hold on let me look them up right now or, well, wait, let me let me send let me send it. Just oh wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, it's the picture of, of Justin Bieber in it, right? Well, here I'll send you. I'll okay, send you. Them. Okay, okay. I'll send you them, and I want to get your unfiltered reaction to it. It's oh, it's delivered. Oh boy. Just, just okay. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Tell me, tell me what you think, honestly. These are the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen in my life. Are we, are we kidding? <laughs> Why did they think this was good? Am I missing something? I mean, dude. <laughs> See, right now it looks like I sent you a fake picture, right? Like it looks like I, I just like found yeah. this and sent it to you. I'm, this is, I kid you not, what they are wearing. Well, I see the picture of Justin Bieber online wearing one of them with a mouthpiece in, and I, I believe you. This is, I'm just shocked though. Like they have a graphic designing department, and apparently they don't have brain cells. I don't know. This just. Uh, do you like these? You can't. I mean, no, right? No. These no. Are, these some are people bad, say it's dude. A, Ronald McDonald type jersey, and I think that is perfect. Dude, or a children's coloring book. That's another one I've seen. I was just thinking like something kids, like just the very like um all the stars and the the, the logo and everything is just very like kind of like pops in your face, you know what I mean? Like the heavy like outline around it, almost like it's like bubbly. Yeah. Oh dude, these are gross. And it, i I don't know like 
if that's the case, if they like, hey, we're going to get kids involved and they're going to make it. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. But I have not heard anything like that. I, I think these are grown adults. No, that, I, I think these were made. This. So wait, Joy, Justin Bieber brings Joy of Drew House onto the ice. I don't even understand what that means. So no. Drew House's latest release celebrates co-founder Bieber's long time. I, I guess the guy that made this had some kind of collab with Justin Bieber. Yeah, this was a, fa- oh, this dude, this is a fashion brand, like an actual, okay. There's a ah, um, uh, that's why it sucks. So Justin Bieber and this guy Drew House, who I guess is a fashion brand, uh, I I don't know, I don't know if it's a guy or if it's a brand. They collaborated with the NHL to design the jerseys. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but in what universe does Justin Bieber have any business being in that conversation? And secondly, like if you're gonna, I don't know, if you're gonna go for like um, you know, like a clothing line, wouldn't you want to go for? like a famous fashion line like i i don't don't know i mean this is bad (laughs) this is bad it's bad this is bad you know we 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 haven't seen it on them but i don't think that'll save it no like okay so i can say because i can say that about the rangers like the rangers alternate ones the ones actually they wore today in the uh the caps game me and you talked about them did not like them i thought they were like really weird uh just just minimalistic i wanted lady liberty like whatever but then i saw them on the ice and they were actually pretty cool these i there's no there's absolutely no way I don't want these anywhere near the ice, and when I see them on the ice, I might barf. They're gross, dude. I mean, are we the are we the blue one or the red one? I mean, which like which one are are we? Because there's four, I, I I have no idea, right? So there's got to be <laughs> one for each division. I have no idea. I don't know. Hopefully none of them. Hopefully hopefully none of them. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, we're in one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, absolutely hideous, absolutely disgusting, and it leads me into my other point here that I wanted to bring up again, and it's just. Mm. You know, we've talked a lot about the NHL and its marketing and its and its, uh, its outreach and just trying to get the game, you know, it's obviously a very um, successful sports league. It makes a lot of money every year, but it could be making more. It could be, you know, experiencing more and, you know, giving more to people. But, um, you know, I've always said, like, you know, I, I got to. I got to think, you know, these people are in these high positions for years now, um, like, you know, they're not. They're not like stupid. They yeah. they have to have some idea what they're doing. But the more and more that they throw water in my face, <laughs> the more and more I think I just have to just come to the realization that I think they just are stupid. I really do think they're dumb. It it just doesn't make any sense. A, you have this right now. Obviously, from a business standpoint, oh, it's a fashion line. We'll get more advertisements. We'll bring the NHL into fashion. This, this, and that. What what you know and this isn't to attack anybody or to like try and you know put a staple on anybody but what like what individuals that are like enrooted in fashion and, and etiquette and top of the line stuff are going to want to watch a hockey game right that that doesn't really seem like a market that you can break into easily or a market that's even going to really remotely even care about football oh, football man i'm thinking about the playoffs Remotely even care about hockey in, in the sense. And then the other thing that, that makes me just realize how stupid they are is I see an advertisement on Saturday and they're like, oh, all 32 teams again playing all in one day. Isn't this so awesome? Isn't this so grand? Aren't you going to like sit here and aren't you going to watch? Why would you promote it on the day the NFL playoffs start? I don't understand. Are you trying to compete with them? Because you will lose nine out of 10 times against yeah. the NFL. And I just, I can't figure it out so i think i I have officially until something else comes in and makes me think differently they are stupid they do not care and they are out of touch what are your thoughts good sir you know (laughs) 
I, I have to agree with you, dude. This is atrocious. I We find ourselves, like, scratching our head with a lot of these decisions and stuff and saying, like, okay, they know more than we do, right? Like, they're professionals. They get paid however much money to do this stuff. Obviously, there's something they know that we don't, right? Like, that's the assumption because we're sitting at home, you know, recording a little podcast talking about it. We're not in the office doing all this stuff, right? For some this huge sports league, you make the assumption that people in the position know what they're doing. I don't know, though, man. I got to agree with you. This is... They're just missing left and right here. And the thing that specifically about the whole like frozen frenzy kind of like, you know, every team playing on, on one day kind of thing. So they did it once in October and it was great. And then that's it. I, you ha- I haven't heard anything about another one. Actually, if you look up frozen frenzy, it doesn't. It, the one from October comes up. So I guess maybe they're not referring to this next one as frozen frenzy or maybe they're not doing the frozen frenzy with this next one. I, I don't know what I, why they wouldn't. I thought the frozen frenzy was a was a big success, but I don't know. I'm just. I'm just confused, and a lot of these things mm-hmm. they do. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm wondering, like, who okayed that? You know, like, I, I have no, I, I, I literally have no idea. A quick correction: that was 16 games, not all 32, but 16 is still a lot. 16 is an incredible amount, and I mean, it's an six, all day thing. 16 teams, 16 games. Sorry, 16 games in one day on Saturday. Yeah, that and would they be promoted it. Everybody, that'd be all. Oh, that would be teams. everybody. You're right. I, I, I can't do math. That, no, you're and good. um. But yeah, so again, like it's to your point, yeah, it's like you you would sit there and think, what do they know that we don't know? Clearly, nothing, <laughs> because then you know, the fourteenth on Sunday, there's two games, which makes sense because oh, more NFL playoff games. Why we compete with it? But on Saturday you had sixteen, and Monday, which I know they did know at first. Oh, actually, no, they did because it's the 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 Eagles and the um, Tampa were going to play regardless. But now yeah. it's also. Um, Buffalo and Pittsburgh because of the blizzard. Yeah, there's ten games. Who's gonna watch a single one of those games besides hardcore hockey fans? Like, this, this is a joke. I don't know. I honestly, this is it's a joke because I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm just again like I'm so confused at why they would do this that I'm I'm looking at the schedule, confirming that this is a decision that they made because I don't believe that they made this decision. And they did, dude. I, I didn't even know there were. First of all, I didn't even know that all teams played yesterday. I had no idea. That that's what I mean. I had absolutely. No clue. Neither did I. I knew the Rangers were playing. I saw a a tweet, yeah. And I knew there were a lot of games, but I don't know why they wouldn't have done... I mean, maybe they didn't do a Frozen Frenzy type thing because it was playoffs, but that brings up the question. Every year, every year, this is Super Wild Card Weekend, right? This is literally one of, I don't know, five weekends a year that there's football on a Saturday, and they pick the the opening playoff weekend, Saturday, as the day? I mean... I don't know. It's like they don't want people to watch the sport at that point. I just, this is atrocious. I, I'm literally looking at the schedule right now and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Because when you said that, I, I thought you meant like in the future or something. I, I really was. I was like, are they doing this mm-hmm. again next week or something? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, they have a lot. They have like a set next week. They have, you know, something like 13 or 14 teams play. I think it's 12 teams playing on, on next Saturday, actually. And some of these days they have, you know, 10, 11, 12 games going on. So a lot of these games, right? But I just, I don't know. I'm dumbfounded. And actually, I'm looking at this one right here. So Saturday, January 27th, it looks like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So all but four teams are playing games on Saturday, January 27th. I'm just real quick Google here. If that's an NFL playoff day, which I don't think it is, I think that's the break before the Super Bowl. But I mean, dude, if it's if that's a playoff day, I don't know what these people are doing with their lives. <laughs> okay, no, it's the Sunday after. Thank okay, thankfully, I think they got that one right. The conference championships are the, are the day after for the NFL, so it won't interfere with that. But I mean, dude, 
boneheads. I don't know. There, there's nothing else I can mm-hmm. even say about that. Mm-hmm. I just boneheaded. No, yeah, it'll be a never-ending talking point that we'll come back to again, and uh, you know we will see. Um, yeah, but speaking more on the All Star game, uh, the uh, All Star coaches have been picked. Uh, read them off here, and curious to think if there's um, any of these four that you don't agree with, mm. or um, you strongly agree with, or indifferent to. So we have, of course, Jim Montgomery, uh, Rick Tockett, Rick Bonus, and Peter Laviolette. So. What do you think about those four? Off the top of my head, I'm just totally blanking on bonus. He's the Jets, right? Yes. Rick Bonus? Okay. Yeah. No, I th- I'm honestly, I think that's fair. Because Tockett is the Canucks. Then mm-hmm. bonus is the... Yeah, they literally took the coach from each of the top teams in each division right now. Not that I, th- <laughs> not that I think that's a bad look. Because I do think, you know, especially when you look at like a coach of the year award, like you don't want to... There are coaches in this league that are consistently good every year. John Cooper's an amazing coach, right? But he's not going to win coach right. of the year every year because he's not, you know what I mean? He's not getting in there and, and it's not like his coaching is what is necessarily like, you can't point to his coaching and be like, that's why they did good this year. Whereas Laviolette just got in here running a new team or top our division. He's got a stamp all over it. You know what I mean? Same thing with Rick Tockett and the Canucks. I mean, I think that's the most impressive out of, out of those four uh, coaches in particular because for him to go oh, in there, yeah, and take, I mean, he took the Canucks from a bottom feeder to one of the best teams in the league, which is incredible. Uh, bonus yep. did not, you know, not that they were a bottom feeder, but they they are one of those teams that are kind of like a question mark. You know, um, they had that early exit in the playoffs last year as well. So really impressive from Bonus as well. And then, of course, Jim Montgomery has been uh, consistently, you know, great here for the past couple of years. So, yeah, no, I I don't really think that there are other too many other coaches I would look at and say, like, they had more of a shot. You know what I mean? I think one uh, so, you know, I was going to say may, like, maybe, 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 uh, see, no, I was going to say John Tortorella, but no, there's just teams that are just so much better than the Flyers that you can't even really make that argument, you know what I mean? Just because just I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, the Flyers haven't really been good that the past few years, and now here they are, third in the Metro, and they actually look like they're, you know, uh, they could make a, a pretty good run here, so that's kind of what I was thinking in terms of that, but no, it's just not enough, it's not enough, yeah, I think those four coaches are kind of, you know, who else? I mean, I... Do, do you have any other coaches in mind, or I feel like you're probably in the same school of thought? <clears throat> no, yeah, I think I think that is perfect, especially Rick Tockett um, and LaViolette, those two especially. I mean, Jim Montgomery now two years in a row with this team obviously makes sense. Uh, the Jets coach, um, you know, they did jump up recently, and, the, and it is impressive because they were another team that were slowly imploding, uh, but it seems like they've really uh, fixed a lot of those issues. So mm-hmm. him... I could give or take, but the other ones definitely, yeah, Rick Talk is very impressive because, you know, we, excuse me, we were not really, really high on the Canucks going into this season. No. For, oh, actually, hold for on. For a very good reason. I think I have, wait, let me just look really quickly because I have my, all my notes in one big uh, document. Oh, good, good. So I want to see what we did, like our final thoughts before the season, um, like where, like kind of our notes on the Canucks. Let me see. Oh man, you know what? That was actually before I started using my doc. That was I was still in a notebook back then, so I have like our expectations and stuff for them, but not where we had them placing. So I'm just really curious. I, I I imagine that both of us had them probably like third to last in that division, above Anaheim and the Sharks, if I had to guess. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think either of us really had them too much higher than that. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check out my notebook and maybe next episode I can uh, make a note on that. But yeah, dude, no, that that's some impressive stuff from 
definitely, definitely all those coaches, I think. I mean, I know you're not as big a fan of bonus, but the thing that gets me with that is the Jets' defense is just incredible. I mean, they have a plus 42 goal margin right now, or goal difference. That is second only to the Canucks, and that is literally because the Canucks score more goals than anybody in hockey. So there's really you know, yeah. <laughs> not much else to it, you know what I mean? But yeah, good stuff. Um, oh, and just speaking of the All-Star game, I got to ask you about this because I, I, Artemi Panarin must have just denied the invitation, right? Because not that Shisterkin doesn't deserve it or anything. I mean, I think this season, I don't think he deserves it, if I'm being honest. I don't think he should be going to the All-Star game. I think Agreed. It, I think it should be Agreed. Panarin. So that says to me that Panarin said no, like he's doing something else that's not the All-Star game. Because you don't have to go. Um, but you just look mm-hmm. at his numbers. He's, he's top five in the league in scoring. Like the guy, you have to be the All-Star game, right? Like otherwise, that's, that's the biggest snub, you know what I mean? Uh, so I imagine that he I, said no, right? Like, I know the I know the reason why he's not going. There's something came up, right? I can't remember what it was. It's because he sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, it's because um, he is expecting his second child. So, oh my god, it makes so much sense. Okay, I I remember. Th- I yeah. knew there was a reason. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, he put it on the Rangers Instagram, and he said, "Oh, can't go. Sorry." Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, vote uh, vote everybody else on the team. Yeah, so he would one hundred percent be there for sure. Okay, but, makes uh, sense because I kept I kept wondering, and I, I obviously I forgot about him having a kid coming up here because I was like, dude, this makes no sense. So that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. I because at first I was like, why is he there? I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. Everyone's having kids. Him, Truba. What do oh, you yeah. do? But, yeah. No, congratulations to him. You know. Yeah. Uh, so another fun thing here is I know the beginning of this season, a little bit in the off season, the NHL introduced uh, more. Um, freedom with NHL Edge, where you can really collect data on players, and this is data that they gave up. So I have two two um, charts here, and I want, I want to see to your knowledge what you think here. So the first one is players with top maximum skating speed in the 2023-24 season, and then the other one is most 20 plus mile per hour skating bursts Ooh. in 200 in 2023-24. So we'll start with top maximum skating speed uh they put like you know they put like 10 here but just the top three um i'll read you the numbers so it's 24 miles 24.221 miles per 24.15 and 24.05 those are the top three who do you think the top three skaters are that hit that this season so i know Tippett is is one because i think we saw that the other day right um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he got surpassed in the past few days. I, I don't think he did. So he's I, in the top three. I was going to say, I would, I would assume three. that he's one. Um, this is a tough one because like, I know of a lot of fast like skaters, right? Obviously like, you know, we, we talk so much about McKinnon, how good his skating is. McDavid used to skate in all the, all the speedy skating competitions and stuff like that. Actually, you know what? McDavid's got to be on that list. Uh, maybe he's not top three, but, uh, you know, for the sake of this, I, I'm going to put him in top three with Tippett. And then if I had to guess the last one, and oh, see, this is I don't know, man. Uh, this is gonna sound stupid, but I think it's someone on the Canes, or I think someone on the Canes is in the top. And now I'm trying to think because they just play so fast, it just strikes me as like I would not be mm. surprised if I see one of their players just flying up and down the ice. But now I'm trying to think of like who it would be, and. I don't think Ajo's that fast is the one thing. I'm like, I don't think Ajo's that fast. You know, okay, okay. This sounds stupid, but Ajo. 
And then we go Aho. So you're Aho McDavid Tippett in no particular. I know Tippett's up there. I I don't know if McDavid's in the top three. And something about Aho is just saying to me that he is in that list. But I'm probably wrong about that one. <laughs> okay. So number one is Owen Tippett. Yeah. Twenty four point two one. Um, Connor McDavid is not in the top ten. Really? Oh, I guess he got hurt, but still, I mean, that dude is fast. Nope. For wow. skating speed, he is not. Number okay. two is, and this might this will probably shock you, Braden Point. Interesting. Okay. Four point one five. Yes. And three, I'm surprised you didn't get. <clears throat> I will say is none none other. Sam, I'm stuttering. Oh my also. god, is it Kreider? Nathan McKinnon. Oh well, you said none of. I was thinking Rangers. I, oh. So, see, that's the thing. Like, I immediately thought McKinnon would be on the list, but I didn't think he'd be, like, top. Because if this is, like, top, top speed, I mean, I, I, when I look at McKinnon, I think about speed, but I also think more about precision. Like, the guy can stop on a dime, turn you around, yes. do spin moves. So that's, yes. that's kind of why I was like, oh, he's probably up there, but not, like, top three. But the brain well, that point was, one is surprising, though. That is, isn't it? That was just top speeds. Yeah, yeah. The second one is... The most, the the most number of twenty plus mile per hour bursts. So it's not just like maintain; it's just like okay. that burst of, of speed. So who do you? So so here's the so the top three. I'll let you let you guess that too. But mm-hmm. number one has, in just this season so far, three hundred and eighty six, twenty plus mile per hour bursts. Ooh. Number two is two hundred and seventy, and number three is two hundred thirty five. And I will say. Uh, nine on this list, which is surprising, with 159 is Adam Fantelli, which is very cool to see. Ooh, okay. okay. See, these are a lot harder to guess than, because there's a lot more, like, randomness to it, is the thing. Because I would not have imagined that Fantelli's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, oh no, yeah. But 386 for number one is miles higher than the top, than the other two. That's crazy. Okay, well... See, I want to say McDavid, but he's probably not on there. Uh, huh. Is Austin Matthews that fast? No. Something in me says Jack Hughes is on this list somewhere, whether or not it's in the top three. Not a bad guess. Whether or not it's in the top three, I'm out on because also he was hurt for a little while. So, And this is one of those that's like cumulative. You know what I mean? Like He's just not yeah. going to have as many opportunities. So if he were in for more of the season, I think I'd, pr- I'd probably put him in there. Um. Actually, you know what? Something in me says his brother, Quinn. Uh, so, you know, I'm throw Quinn on there. I don't know if he's top three, but I do think he's on that list. Uh, I have a feeling that McKinnon is also on this. Just thinking how the offense runs through him and how fast he is. And maybe it's stupid to think that he'd, like, consistently, like, all these bursts and stuff. I know it's different than, like, top speed, but there is something in me that says McKinnon is on this list also. And then... Oh man, I'm probably making such a fool of myself because I feel like none of these people are on this list. But third wise, oh man, oh because I just thought of another two people, but they were both hurt, dude. And <laughs> and Goodrow's having an awful year. Normally he's so fast. Oh, um, top you three, know what? top three. Give me your top three. Oh, okay, okay. Well. <sighs> McKinnon's on that list, Jack Hughes, or Quinn Hughes, I mean, not Jack Hughes, and um, Bedard. Just because he's okay. fast and he's young. I don't know. I, I probably, I'm probably so far off. <laughs> so out of the top three, you just said, who do you think's number one? 
Who do I think is number one? Quinn Hughes. Okay. So with 386, Nathan McKinnon is number one. Oh, I should have. <clears throat> okay. Dang. Number two at 270 is none other, none other than, I don't know why I can't say that word for the life of me, Braden Point again. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and then number three with 235, who is going to be very sad that you doubted him the second time, is actually Conor McDavid. Oh, wow. Yes. Those are some mental games right there. <laughs> Quinn Hughes and Jack Hughes are not in the top 10. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I just... It's Just the game they... You know, that's what I mean. That's like a much harder... Um, what's it called? It's a much harder, like, guess than you would think. Because even some, it of the, is. some of the faster players aren't going to be on that list. So it's like... Yeah. But McKinnon at 386, I mean, he's like... He dude. blows past everybody else. Just a testament to the type of... Uh, type of game he plays. Yeah, that's actually incredible. Insane. Incredible watch. But that was fun. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool to guess. Um, so I got one other thing here, and then of course we do have our segments, sure, which sure. is uh, light the lamp and mystery money. So quickly on this one, a little bit of not crazy drama, but I just I, you know I read this and I was like you know I kind of did like a double take. So recently there was um a new stat taken on the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know they are. A rickety team this year, just because they age and they're struggling a little bit. Um, but uh, when it comes to overtime for the Penguins, which everyone knows is three-on-three rules, they usually fall short. Uh, I mean, they're three, three for six right now in the season in overtime. Um, and you know, this is a chopped-up uh, quote, but <clears throat> excuse me, it seems to be the whole thing. Um, Eric Carlson was asked. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on your team's three-on-three struggles? And this is the quote I have here, um, and it fits his personality, I think, pretty well. And I'm interested in what you think. But he said, and I quote, I have my theories, but I'll keep them to myself. Um, you know, right now, for the Penguins, he has uh, 30 points in 41 games, 7 goals, 23 assists, plus 9. Um, plus minus. So, I'll shoot to you first. What are your thoughts on that? On you know, he's a one, he's a single season mm. on this team, most likely. Um, and and he and he uh, gives that kind of cryptic answer. What do you think? <sighs> I mean, it spells bad news if you're a Penguins fan, is what I think. Because honestly, I think that's him saying that the. I mean, really, it could be interpreted as the team or the players that are around him. But to me, it just says that they're not they're just not good enough. And also, particularly in terms of like the three on three overtime, I wonder if it has to do with like their age and everything like that, because think about like all that open ice. And, you know, you, if you got your uh, your wheelchairs out there, they're going to be skating right past you. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I kind of think it has to do with that just in terms of like their strategy and like the players that they're putting out there on the three on three, just uh, just getting skated past. Honestly, like I, I think that I think his theory would probably be we're old and slow and you know people are just getting circles around us uh i mean you, maybe you could make a case for like the goaltending because their goaltending really hasn't been like amazing either but uh yeah i i don't think any way you like any way you slice it though it's not a good look you know what i mean like that's you don't want to hear you don't want to hear that from your, your one of your better your best players and you know a uh, top defenseman here in the league who you guys moved all sorts of pieces to get in there in the offseason like that's the last thing you want to hear from them yeah, no, I mean, do you think the wheelchair would glide a little faster on the ice? I mean, or... there's a chance, but I think you'd have less control, you know? 
<laughs> yes, you would have. You'd just be spinning in circles. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've talked about Kyle Dubas too, and everybody thinks he's like the great one of the greatest gyms of all time. I he's like extremely overrated and maybe we'll do it. We maybe we could do like a dedicated episode. Ah, I, I just had a great idea. I just had a great idea. What if the end of every season this is crazy, this is just like an epiphany that just happened. <laughs> um we could we could um have just like a dedicated episode towards the GMs, like all thirty two GMs of the year and just give our you know, our our ranking on how they did for the year. You know, I like that. Maybe one on yeah. coaches. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- Keep yeah. that one in cool. our back pocket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, yeah, Eric Collison. Uh, I thought it was a dumb signing. Doesn't really make sense for the the Penguins, but uh, whatever. Uh, you know, this quote could be interpreted in a lot of ways. To me, I thought it was a little a little bit of a stinker because it's like it almost seems like um, intuitive of good team. Uh, you know, locker room health and sportsmanship kind of sounds like, oh, I'm not the problem, but uh, you know, I have some ideas. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not how he meant it. Maybe that's not how some people took it. But my initial first reading of that and the way it was posted as a quote by the media made it seem like that, like, oh, I was brought to this team and like, what's the problem? Now, of course, maybe you know, he didn't he didn't mean that, but um, yeah, again, it's just old team. Yeah, not 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 much is gonna happen, but um, yeah, so. Moving through our segments here. Do you want to start with your light the lamp or do you want me to? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll run it real quick. So uh, the goal itself was a nice, it was a nice little goal. It was a little uh, breakaway. For me, this had a lot more like emotional value and just like um, almost like nostalgia. And that's kind of why I picked it. Uh, it was a Patrick Kane goal from yesterday against the Kings. Oh. And uh, yeah, you probably saw it. It was, it was vintage Patty Kane. It was, it was everywhere. That was mine. Oh, really? That was mine. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because it's, I mean, it's just, it's like you love. I have another one. I have another one. Okay, you do. Okay. Because you just, you love to see it. I mean, it's just so good. So yeah, I mean. For those of you who didn't do. see it, uh, he strips the puck away from a Kings defender at the top of the at the top of their blue line. So he's you know in the offensive zone one on one with the goalie. Uh, has the puck on his forehand, does a little quick like backhand forehand, and then just, just tucks it in ever so perfectly right around Talbot. Uh, just very nice hands, great deeks, just vintage Patrick Kane, and yeah, I, it's just just a wonderful goal. And honestly, it just gives you a really good feeling. You're like, oh, it's Patrick Kane, you know. So that's that's why I had to go with it. But I'm glad you have another one. And it's also kind of funny that. I mean, I figured you might have picked it, but that's that's funny we did. Yeah. No, it was. That was a beautiful one to watch. Um, my light the lamp is the Alexi Lafreniere goal um, against the Capitals. Um, you know, he, he his positioning was perfect. He, you know, snuck past the D, got the puck on his stick. Um, his initial shot was not great. I remember I watched it and I was like, oh my God, mm. what, what kind of a shot is that? Like, you're point blank, like, why are you not tucking that away? But then, of course, luckily, he was able to rebound it instantly while about to get checked pretty hard yeah. and, you know, tucked it away for a very nice goal. Um, that is one critique I will say that he still needs to work on. A lot of people have pointed out recently. Uh, his release and his shot is not that great. His backhand is nice, mm-hmm. um, but I think if he can hone that release a little better, and not play softball. Um, I think we'll we'll see we'll see exactly what we want from him. Yeah. But yeah, no good, good goals. Um Okay, so we have our Mystery Monday here. Uh I guess I'll start with mine. Yeah. And then we'll go with yours. So mine is uh the Edmonton Oilers are currently on a ten consecutive win streak and they're one behind one point behind Los Angeles for third place in the Pacific. You know, they've really turned it around that which I guess is not Totally surprising. It is nice to see. Uh, this week they are playing Toronto, Seattle, and Calgary. So my mystery Monday is: Will they be able to make it to a thirteen uh, game 
consecutive win streak, or will they at least be able to win two of the three games and uh, keep it up? So interesting to see. That's a, that's a really good one. And it's kind of funny because I actually went on a similar path, but I chose two different teams. Uh, so another team in the West, the Jets, and then a team in the East, uh, the Panthers. So Panthers in their last 10 are 9-1, and one, and the Jets in their last 10 are 8-1-1. One and one. And my question is really, can they maintain it? I think that's the big question mark, specifically around the Jets, because I don't think a lot of people are expecting them to be sitting atop the Central right now and playing you know, some of the best defensive hockey we're seeing this year in, in the league. So um really has me wondering if they can maintain it, if it's sustainable. Uh, so, you know, that's that big question mark there. And then the Panthers, uh, you know, they were doing really well this season without getting a lot of scoring from Tuchuk. And now I think in the last few games here, Tuchuk has been lighting it up. And he's, uh, I, think, I think, something like 10 points in his last like six games or something. I saw some crazy stat on it the other day. But uh, yeah, really impressive stuff. So, you know, if he keeps firing uh, and this team is already playing really well without him putting up all sorts of points and scoring goals, uh, you know, I imagine they're going to have a hard time slowing down or teams would have a hard time slowing them down. But uh, yeah, that is why it is a mystery here. So uh, with that, you know, I guess we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on the Panthers, the Jets, and the Oilers and uh, see if they can keep these, uh, these, you know, these good streaks up, these good, uh, these good last 10, last you know, 12, last 13 game kind of streaks up. But uh, yeah, I guess I'll get my closing thoughts and then I'll uh, shoot a review and uh, close this out. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, for sure. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Another good episode in the books here. Uh, you know, hopefully everyone has a nice, a nice little day, uh, you know, on Monday if you're listening. Nice, uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. I imagine a lot of us probably have off. Uh, hopefully the snow on Tuesday isn't too bad and, you know, drive safe. Uh, if, if there are snow days and things like that, enjoy your days off as well. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I wish you over, John, to uh, close this out here. Thank you again, as always, for listening every Monday and Friday. Check us out on our Twitter. Be sure to, you know, reply to us. Send us an email, Gmail. Um, that- you know, thanks for the love support. Tell your friends, family, loved ones, everybody you know, random strangers, coworkers, whoever it may be about the show. We appreciate everything, and we hope that you keep coming back and enjoying, and we'll catch you on the next one.